Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. I want to ask a question. What is the meaning of purity? Or another question, is there is any person who is pure in his life or not? What do you think? Or is it easy for me or for you to live in purity? What is purity? What is purity? Sometimes we imagine that purity means to live without sin. Can you find any person in the world without sin? Never. Even the prophets and even the great patriarchs like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and the Bible insists to focus on the faults of those patriarchs like Abraham, the great believer or Isaac or Jacob or the prophets to tell us that nobody in the world without sin. Nobody without sin. Therefore, what is the meaning of purity? How God asks us to be pure, although he knows that nobody can live in purity or without sin. In fact, purity is not to live without sin, because we are not angels, we are not from heaven, one of the heavenly chorus. We are human beings, we have our faults, we have our weakness, we are complaining of sin, then why God? orders me or gives me a command to be pure in my heart or to be pure in my body or to be pure in my emotions or to be pure in my conduct with others. What is the meaning of purity? If we ask God, what do you want from me? I think the answer, I want you to be my image, to be in my likeness. It is the rest of God that his children become in his likeness. I can imagine even in the last day, God will glorify us for we are in fact because we were in fellowship with him and we lived in this world in his likeness. Then purity, in fact, doesn't mean that I do not commit a sin. Purity means I am very close to God and it is my desire or I long to be in his likeness to be his image.
I am struggling. Although in my struggling I commit some sins and I am complaining of my weakness, but as I am struggling in the eyes of God I am pure. For example, St. Augustine says, if there is a child about four years old in uh, daycare, he doesn't care or he cannot distinguish if the teacher is male or female. He loves his teacher, whatever his sex or her sex. If the person about 12 years old, he is struggling. This is male or female and so on. And he is struggling with his thoughts sometimes. Who is more pure, the child or the young person who is more pure? The little child or the young person? Who's the little child who is pure? The difference between the two, the child is not pure, he is weak. It is the purity through weakness. But the purity of the young person, it is the purity through struggling. The child will not be crowned because he is pure or she is pure. The young person will be crowned because he is struggling to be pure. Then who is purer? The first or the second? Second. The impurity doesn't mean I do not commit a sin. No. The little baby does not commit this sin. But he will not be crowned on it because he is not struggling. The young person, while he or she is struggling, he or she desires to be in the likeness of God as it is written in the first Epistle to Thessalonians that it is the will of God, our holiness. God wants me to be holy as he is holy, as in the book of Leviticus. I want to be holy, I am struggling to be holy. Through this struggling, it means I am on my way to God. Then, it is a credit to me that I am struggling against sin. The impurity means, in fact, not the negative thing. I am not committing a sin. No, it is the negative. The positive purity means I am, I am in fellowship with Christ. I am united with Him. I abide in Him. I enjoy the new life in Christ. I am enjoying the risen life in Christ, although sometimes I have my weakness or I commit some sins by my thoughts or in dreams or on so on. This is in fact the reality of purity. Sometimes we look to the purity in a very narrow way. Only the relationship or the carnal relationship or 
the physical relationship. Purity, in fact, is to be in Christ all your life. My thoughts, my body, my emotions, my love, my behave with others, even while I am sleeping, I am in his hand, I am abiding in the Lord Jesus Christ. Then we can say purity, in fact, is not concerned in one attitude or in one aspect of my life. It, in fact, includes all the aspects of my life. For example, if a person said anything, if I am pure, I will accept it in a very simple way. If I am impure, I'll try to say what he means, what she wants by these words, and I try to abuse or to disform the words of the person. When we look to purity in a very narrow way, just my thoughts, my relationship with the same sex or the other sex, uh, my dreams and so on, by this way I will not grow up. And uh, it is very easy to fail or to end sin or to commit a sin. When I look to purity, it is my life, all my life. I love my Lord. In my prayer, I am not just asking for the purity of my body. I want to be in Him. He is mine. I am His own. And thus, your life will be very pure. How can we live in purity? How can we live in purity? The first thing, we have to know that purity is not a thing which concerns me. It is a thing which concerns God himself. He is holy. And I can't be holy unless I am united with him. Then, when I pray, I am not asking, can you grant me purity in my thoughts, purity in my body, purity in my dreams, purity in my relationship with my brethren. No, at first I ask him, can I live in you? Can I enjoy the fellowship with you? Can I taste the pledge of heaven? For example, Many persons are complaining of impurity even when their time is very short. And sometimes time of the exams and the person says, oh, my time is very short. I want to study more and more, but I am struggling with bad thoughts. How is it? I have no time. In fact, they are, or he is, 
struggling with his thoughts, although his time is very short, because his heart is not full of the joy of Christ. When our hearts are full of the heavenly joy, the heavenly peace, we taste the pledge of heaven, impurity has no place in our life. I remember many persons when they came and they complained of some bad habits. And they said, Father, for 10 years I can't get rid of this bad habit. And I am depressed, especially when I commit or practice these bad habits. Always I ask this person, even if you practice it, start to pray and to praise God and to ask God to grant you joy and say to God, thanks God, because truly I am very weak, but in you I am very strong. And don't be depressed, because through depression, you will fall again in practicing these bad habits. I remember once I was speaking about thanksgiving. And the person asked me, how can I thank God unceasingly? As St. Paul said in the epistle to the Romans chapter 12. When I commit a sin, how can I thank God? When I repent, I have to weep and not to thank God joyfully. I said to him, when you are repenting, do not focus your eyes on your sins, focus your eyes on Christ. And instead of saying, I am a sinner, look to the Lord and you said to him, oh, you are the forgiver of sins. And instead of focusing your eyes on darkness, focus your eyes on light. And uh, thank God and said to him, thanks God, because I discovered my weakness. And I discovered that you are full of love. And you are waiting for my returning to you. And many persons, by practicing this exercise, they get rid of these sins. And I remember once a, a young lady called me from Cairo and said, Father, can I come and to confess? I said, okay. She came from Cairo to Alexandria just to confess and return. And she said, I was suffering of a physical sin for 10 years. And I was praying, making matanyat, reading the Bible, and practiced many, many spiritual exercises, but I couldn't get rid of it. When I heard this sermon, and when I commit this sin, I thank God, I said, oh, thanks God 
for you revealed or declared my weakness. Thanks God for you are forgiver of sin. I believe in your love. I am returning to you. Can you reveal yourself in my heart? And it is for the first time I taste the purity in Christ. Sometimes we look to repentance as if to be depressed. Oh, I am a sinner. It is too hard for me to be pure. How can I return to God? And so on. It is not a Christian repentance. Christian repentance means returning to God. When you return to your father, you will be full of joy. Even while I am complaining of my weakness, but my eyes, my inner sight, is focusing on his bosom. He is embracing me. I am his own child. I am special in his eyes. He is concerned in me. He loves me. He knows me before I was created. And he put a special message and special role for me. This is very important to live in purity. To be pure, don't look to the darkness. Look to the light. Don't focus your eyes on your weakness. Focus your eyes on the divine energies, the divine gifts, the new life in Christ, and then you can live in purity. In Christianity, there is no despair at all. Whatever is our fault, whatever is our sin. Saint Augustine used to say, Whatever you commit, surely God is waiting for you. If he is not waiting for you, why he let you alive till now? He let the thief on his right hand to live even on the last moments he returned to him. I believe or I expect this thief repented perhaps 15 minutes before he died. But if you want to make evaluation of this 15 minutes, how can you evaluate it? It is equal to eternity. He will live forever in the kingdom of God. As if I am alive, God is waiting for my return. When you read the New Testament, you never find Jesus Christ rebuking the sinners, only the leaders of the church. The Pharisees, the priests, the high priests, the scribes, and so on. But for the people, he never rebuked them. He opens his heart to everyone. He is waiting for our return to him. I hope truly we enjoy the purity in our life. The last point 
when we are pure, we also see everything pure. The world is very beautiful. My body is pure. It is a gift from God. My emotions are divine gifts. Everything in me or surround me, everything is pure. When you are pure, you will see everything pure. When I am impure, I will see everything impure. The thermometer by which you know you are pure or not, your thoughts. If you find everything pure, it means your heart is pure. If you see everything impure, it means my heart is not pure. Uh, I want to leave the if any questions. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.